You guys, I am buzzing with energy. I just had a amazing conversation with Otto and James with James and Schultz. They are on Harper Bazaar's top wedding photographers in the freaking world. And we talked about how to tap into the luxury space. They make million dollars annually. And I don't know, they're just like the best guys ever. Like I wanted to talk to them for hours, but I kept it to about 40 minutes. They have a new course. Check out at Sage Journey. Co. It's the business of luxury weddings, a course by Sage, and literally they give you a roadmap if you want to tap into the luxury space. Go check it out. They have a free Facebook group, and yeah, you're gonna love this episode. And side note, um, don't forget to check out my book for wedding photographers. Woo them to heck yes. I've been getting so much great response. Like, oh, I was mind blown about your blogging section and your your content calendar section, and you know, pricing yourself. So I just been getting a ton of great response. I so appreciate you guys. Check it out. I'll link it up. You can get the bonus for a limited time only. My introductory call. But enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we'll talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your girl, Carissa Wu. Today I have Otto and James and they are super amazing. They're combining editorial, documentary, and fine art style. James and Schultz has become a world-renowned photography brand, and their experience and knowledge combine to make a significant impact on photographers who want to take their business to the next level. And their methods they're going to be sharing has turned their photography business into a million-dollar business annually. They, I was on your Instagram today, and they're Harper's Bazaar's top wedding photographers. I am literally mind blown that you guys even want to talk to me. And you guys have a course called Sage. It's your education brand. And it's how wedding photographers could take their business into the luxury space. So we're going to be talking about that today. So welcome, Otto and James. What's up? What's up, boys? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you thanks for having thanks us for having us yeah. yay i never had like a little threesome podcast so i'm super <laughs> super stoked this is my first one as well it's my first oh, time yeah, yay, podcast version <laughs> i am so excited perfect so i guess whoever wants to start tell me about yourselves just be conversational and let's give our audience a ton of value today yeah, uh, I'll start. Uh, I'm James Christensen, the, the James of James and Schulte. Um, I live here with my wife and three boys in in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, you know, the last 
what the last 10 years or so we've been flying for almost every job that we have so we just decided that we're going to live where we want to live uh and we'll just get on those airplanes that are that are, that are there so yeah. you know from that perspective this this job has been a, a huge value for us like moving into the luxury space especially has afforded us that ability to yeah really live where where we want and and travel from there so yeah. been in this industry for 20 years um and most recently with James and Schultz, which what it's been eight years as a yeah. as a brand. So that's that's me in a nutshell. Oh, I love it. I love how you talk about your family and where you live because I think that's very important. <laughs> yeah, it's that's it's the reason we do this. It's the reason right? we do it. Yeah, it's our why, no doubt. Um, you- yeah, Otto Schultz, originally from South Africa, uh, but I've made my home in Colorado the past the previous sixteen years, and in the last three years in Mexico. I live here with my wife, three girls, and a boy. Aye, uh, wow. Yeah, in a very small little fishing village called San Pancho. Um, and yeah, me and James travel all over shoot, shooting incredible events and collaborating with incredible people. And yeah, oh, it's been pretty grand. Oh, that's awesome. So tell me how you guys connected and mm. became James and Schultz, like, and you know blew up and are making a million dollars i can't even wrap my head around it you know what do photographers are trying to make six figures and you guys are making a million so how did you guys connect and you know turn this um into a huge business yeah i'll say right away there was no blow up it's more like a very s- slow methodical strategical detonation over many years you know wow. <laughs> there was no blow up <laughs> it took some time totally uh, totally but yeah, I know it's funny. We used to be, um, when I moved to the States, I lived in Colorado and so did James. And James was my main, we were main competitors to one another, especially. Wow. And so progressively, I was just losing work to James Christensen. Eventually I said, well, look, <laughs> let, let me meet this person. Let's do lunch, the enemy, let me meet. And turned out I really like him and he's not bad. And so became friends and over the next few years like once or twice a year for his big events my big events we'd bring one another out right and when we did that the work the experience the flow was just elevated and so we kind of joked that we just did that one time too many to where doing it alone was like nah it's no point you know this is where we're at our best and so then we started James and Schultz and said look let's just go after the truly exceptional in the event world and Let's just do that, you know, and so. Oh, that's, that's such a cute story. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, <laughs> like, oh, can we turn this it. into like a movie? Like, <laughs> like, and you guys. We don't hold hands, stars? though. Yeah. We don't hold hands. So <laughs> you made it very clear that you have wives and kids so <laughs> from the beginning. That's so cute. Okay. So were you guys in the luxury space before you guys got together as a team? Yeah, we were. But like, like Otto was saying, maybe it was, it was. Not as frequent as I mean, where we're at now, it's like every wedding is the luxury space where where mm. you know that what six five to six years previously to James and Schultz, we were in the luxury space, but it was more one two maybe three times a year. Yeah, we were just on that cusp, yeah, right? like, premium and luxury, kind of in that more, yeah. more premium, right? Yeah. Wow, wow. Okay, so why luxury like take me back to maybe like a little bit of early years i'm definitely not in the luxury space and it's a different ball game obviously mm. but 
um, what gave you the courage, the inspiration to just go for this space that is pretty hard to get into? Mm, yeah, I, I can take that one, Otto. Because I, I remember it so clearly for me, um, and this was prior to James and Schultz, but I remember shooting this, a wedding, photographing a wedding in Colorado at a, at a very well-known place in Colorado. I won't mention the name, but yeah. it was after the ceremony, this like vintage car pulls up with the bride and groom. The, the driver of the car gets out and he hands me a photograph and he says, here's the photo we do here. And I was like, wait, what? It was, like, it was like, you know, this is, it was just like a cookie cutter. This is the thing we do over and over and over and over again with everybody the same. There's, it's never any different. Oh. And it was that moment that, that it was a culmination of, of that happening to me over and over. Like I was shooting in the exact same spots over and over and over again. And now I'm shooting the exact same shot that everybody else has shot in the last 25 weekends in a row. And I just like, I'm, I don't, I'm not interested in this anymore. Yeah. I want something that's going to feed me as an artist, going to feed my interest, going to be more of an experience. And that was the thing. Like, I am not staying where I'm at right now. I mean, because we were making good money then. It was just like a volume, more of a volume business. But I was like, that that I, that changed my trajectory from that moment. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. James, I want to just kind of get to know you just a little bit better. But were you the type of guy like... Um, that even before you hit the luxury space, like, did you wear like suits? Were you into like luxury brands? Like, would you consider yourself bougie? And like, what, after this aha moment, like, how did you kind of just like hit the ground running and like mm. say, oh, let's go for the luxury space? Like, did you start reaching out to planners, reading magazines, like getting like really knowledgeable about the luxury space? Like, how did you do it all? Yeah, honestly, it, to answer your first question, no, definitely not bougie. Not didn't grow up in luxury. Um, you know, I grew up in the woods, literally living in the trailer and being barefoot, running through the woods in in Washington. So, wow, yeah. And Otto grew up in the bushes, in the bushes, <laughs> grew up in the bush of South Africa. Very similar story. We have very similar backgrounds that way. Um, but yeah, it was. I think it was more of a for me. It was just more of a desire to make a change and. Like I'm, I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to understand how to brand. I'm going to understand what those clients want and, and move that direction. And it was more, almost a force of will, right? Like I, I set a goal and I was like, that's where I'm going to go. Oh, cool. And then I guess Otto, tell me you grew <laughs> up in the bushes and what was like your aha moment when you're like, I want to tap into this luxury market. Like that is mine. Yeah, it's funny, like for me, it started my very first wedding. I was a student, I was a documentary photographer and I was still at university at that time. And me and a friend for like extra money, photography students thought, oh, we should shoot a wedding and somebody wanted us to shoot it. And even, so back then I was doing exhi exhibiting work, like galleries and stuff. And so even back then the idea was, oh, why don't we shoot this wedding like an exhibition, like really go after it, create art, you know, like print, fine art prints and so even back then, I had the, that was the draw, like exceptional, you know what I mean? I love craft in any area. Um, and so for me, from the begin beginning, this is what I want. And I know for many years, I didn't have this, but it's always been this progression towards fine art or exceptional, you know, like mm -hmm. what's the very best? Um, 
because with the work part, like I want our work to be exceptional. I realize it's only in collaboration that that's ever possible. So if I want my work to be its best, I need to work with the best, mm. the content, the design, the, the location. And so that was a big driver for us other than, than the money, right? Then we have seven kids, so we do need money, make no mistake. <laughs> and, and part of the high value- I have two and I'm still struggling. No, no, totally. yeah. and, and, part, and so that's a factor. It's a business, right? It's a moneymaker. Um, but a large part for the high rate is not necessarily just greed or money. It's like, in order to access that level, you have to value yourself. There's that level valuation. You know, you can't come in and say, I want to play with the very best and price like just everybody else, you know? And so my money is a part of the equation, but like for the work to be exceptional, yeah, you need to access the exceptional. <laughs> oh, there's that. I mean, that answer had so many dimensions into it. That was going to be my next question, um, but you pretty much, there was so many nuggets in there um, to answer my next question, but it was kind of like, what does the luxury space mean to you? So I know you mentioned like value, like your excellence, um, your art, your, you know, uh, crafting like this experience, but I guess tap into more like what is a luxury space? And I'm really curious myself because yeah. I'm definitely not in the luxury space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for me uh, and having done this for enough years, I, I think to really understand is when you can have anything that you want, um, as most of our clients can, mm. what they really want is a new experience. And so at the luxury level for a wedding is that, yes, they're bringing all their favorite people together, um, the people that they love, but they're, they're curating a new experience for themselves and a new experience for their guests and their family and their friends, whether that's a, a location and a new ranch in Wyoming or a yeah. private spot, you know, private property in, in the Hamptons or whatever it is, experience is a huge part of it from mm-hmm. music to food, to every aspect of the wedding to like the floral and, and the, the, the aha moment when you walk in, yeah. um, luxury yeah. weddings are about experience more than anything. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a great answer. Go ahead. Otto. No, because I think luxury plays that game of want, right? It was one of the big realizations for us is like buying psychology. Our buying psychology is I want a new car. Do, do I ha- have the money? And if I have the money, I can buy the car. But if you're a billionaire, you're the 1%, the want or the have is not the issue. You have the money. So the only question comes, what do you want? And I think the luxury space, if you look at it, that's the game they play. It's not like a Macy's value proposition of buy one, get one free. It's like <laughs> desire, you know, allure. It's like, it's exclusive. It's, it's only for a select few, really, like James said. And I think for a luxury client, those doors are open. Wow. They can have what they want. And so, yeah, they can have what they want. I just <laughs> want to tell you guys, I know this conversation is just getting started, but I feel so honored to be a part of this conversation. I'm buzzing with energy and I'm learning oh, so no. much. So I'm just so honored to be here with you guys. Um, You're a good interviewer, by the way. Yeah, oh, really. thank you. Like you pull out great. Yeah, your questions are great. So <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank Mixes you. Mixes in some compliments there. Gets yes, the- yes. <laughs> I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. So take me back to that. Maybe you know that I'm thinking. Oh, vintage cars. You're like so so over it. And then take me to the first wedding. Describe it like when you're like wow. Like 
I'm here. I'm in this space. Like, tell me about the wedding and just, yeah, take me through the, a little bit of the details. Well, I think Otto and I both have a different story because, you know, our first, both first luxury wedding or, or high-end wedding, however you want to say it, we're probably separate because, you know, we've been doing it for a while, but I've been living in Colorado. Aspen, Colorado is really the the place to be. And I had been trying, you know, after that, after that, the photograph with the vintage car, I had been trying to get into Aspen probably for three years. It's not a space you just walk into and go, Hey, I'm here. I'd like to photograph weddings in Aspen. It it took time to know the people to build relationships. And so that very first wedding, you know, on top of, um, on top of Ajax mountain, which is the ski hill, they take all the guests up in a gondola to 11,000, over 11,000 feet. And you're, you're just looking at this vista of, of this mountain range that goes on forever. And the light is amazing and it hangs. And uh, so for, for me, that's kind of that pinnacle, or I shouldn't say the pinnacle, but the, the beginning of like, oh my goodness, this is, this is what I was looking for. Yeah. Amazing clients from New York on top of the mountain in Aspen. Like, yeah, it's like, yes, yeah. this is the start. Ah, it brings tears to my eyes. And Otto, you could answer that question as well. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the first experience of that was, Aspen was certainly also like for me, a boy from South Africa, like the first time I was in Aspen, I was like, whoa. My experience of Aspen up until that point was dumb and dumber, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my first experience- California, beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Probably about maybe like 15 years ago, I, I shot a wedding in the, uh, on the Great Wall of China, you know, and I remember the night before checking into our little house that they got us and walking outside. It was literally the Great Wall of China was like 100 feet behind me. And it was like a moment of like, like, where am I? Like, uh... how am I at the Great Wall of China? You know, just sitting in my little house about to have dinner. Like how? And, and that was like, a oh, wow, there's a whole thing here to explore a whole space wow and even like back then if i think of that wedding now compared to what we're doing now james like it's it's not even comparable the only star there really was the great wall of china but it's that little spark that makes you go like i'm gonna check this out this is (laughs) this is worth checking out oh i can't even fathom that like okay there's so many questions i could ask you before hot topic but i think one the question i'm going to ask you both is about money mindset because you both you know, have very humble beginnings. Um, but, you know, I'm sure both you guys are dreamers, but where does this spark, like, how did you get this big vision to really go for it? And like, just take me through that. I don't know, these mindset money shifts mm-hmm. that you had. Like James said it in the beginning of the school, our why, the big reason is our families, mm-hmm. right? So the lives we want for them, the experiences I want for my kids, you know, like being able to like travel and, just go on holiday when we feel like it. Now let's go explore Italy for, for a few weeks or let's move to Mexico or let's go live in the woods. Um, so that's one of the biggest drivers is them. They, hmm. They're our why. Um, I mean, the other reason is just quite simply, we already said it, it's the truly exceptional. It's a little bit more selfish, but like on the work side, like for it to be truly exceptional, I need the truly exceptional. I need to collaborate with those people. And so I think those two things together is just, what drives us today still, right? This elusive p- pursuit of the artist of exceptional work, which you never kind of feel like you get, 
even though you can look back and go, oh, much better. You, it's like uh, that. And then just, I think our families. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And as far as mindset for me, like, you know, I have a a big framed print of a Nelson Mandela quote hanging in our our living room. And I put it in our living room because I want, it's actually right at the bottom of the stairs because I want my boys every time they come down those stairs to see that. Um, And for myself and my wife, but it says, the quote is, uh, it always seems impossible until it's done. Mm. Uh, And I'm fortunate enough to have grown up in a family that gave me not only support, but gave me this ability, like gave me my mindset to go like, I can do it. You want to try it? Do it. Like we're here to catch you where, you know, and, and then you realize like, oh, I don't really need to be caught. Like the more times you do something and try something, you're like, oh man, okay. Maybe I, I fell a little bit. Maybe I didn't quite, quite hit the mark, but I didn't crash and burn. Oh. Right. So you develop this mindset over time. And, and again, my family, I feel like gave me that gift. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we try to, you know, in our education, that's one of the, the mindsets that we're trying to, to give other photographers, other yeah. videographers, other wedding ven- vendors is more than anything is it's the mindset because without it, you know, there is no change. You cannot make the change if you don't believe it. Oh, that's a, that's, that's beautiful. That's a great segue into hot topic. So today's hot topic is pretty much, we've been talking about this whole time, but now we're going to give a little bit more tips and tricks on how our audience gets happened to the luxury space. Um, but it's pretty much just tapping into this million dollar luxury space and you guys could take it away with tips and tricks, but maybe first Tell us a little bit backstory about your new course, and then we'll kind of talk more tips and tricks. So we started the business Sage, which is the new education platform. And in this first course, the business of luxury weddings. And so what this is, it's not just for photographers, by the way. Um, it's just it's our journey, our systems top to bottom on how to go from zero to wow. where we are now, right? Like, Here's what we did. Here's the struggle we had with outreach and branding and marketing and sales. And here's how we up-leveled it. Here's the ceiling we hit. Here's why. Here's the solution, right? Everything we did. Um, And so that's what the education platform is. You know, it's a community of people in the luxury space, just learning together, um, understanding things. Like I said earlier, buying psychology. If you want to go after the luxury client, it's a different pitch than main market, completely different. Psychology is different. Value proposition is different. So all of these kind of things, right? Those are the things that the little things that make the big differences. Um, mm. And so that's, yeah, James. Oh yeah, I was just going to add to that. Like one of the greatest things I, I learned when we started James and Schultz and largely because of auto, um, you know, as we were trying different things, we realized really quickly, like what got us here like to that premium, like on the cusp of luxury, but not really what got us there over 15 years, 12 years of doing, building a business won't get us where we want to go. Yeah. We can't use those, Mm. those same methods, those same strategies to go. I mean, some of you can, but for the most part, you, you, it won't get you where you want to go. So what do you, what do you have to do? You have to find other people that know, Mm. right? Surround yourself with people that are already in the space one-on-one consultants we've taken courses we've uh just talked to friends look trying to look at our business from as many perspectives as we can to try to break into that 
that space. And then really that's, that's what we've put into the course is everything that we've learned and, and continue to do to stay where we are. That's amazing. That's pretty much a roadmap, guys. Go, go check it out. So I'm just going to put it into tip format. So number one is be in the room, find people, other people that are in the luxury space, start talking to people, um, start taking courses like Sage Course, um, start just surrounding yourself with like-minded people. So that, that would be tip number one. Uh, take it away with tip number two. Pardon guys for this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program for all wedding professionals, not just photographers. It's called the Triple Threat, and there are five amazing phases. And let me tell you, all this work I've been doing for the past three, four years of coaching, I turned this into the most awesome sauce program to get you like the best results to get you leads, to pretty much just get you to success in general. So phase number one, me and my team are going to overhaul your whole entire brand experience. We are going to do some deep digging and after you will get a beautiful new copy for the home page of your website and we'll give you a wireframe in Canva and the whole structure of your website will be amazing. Speaking to your ideal client and when people go to your website, literally you are going to be the no-brainer choice. Phase two, we're going to create your signature package. I get this question so often, how do I price myself? We are going to help you price yourself. Phase three, we are going to generate leads through getting on the venue vendor list. So we're gonna create beautiful marketing material for you to pitch yourself to venues. And I'll tell you exactly what to say and what not to say. Phase four, turn followers into inquiries. We're gonna give you a content calendar and create your whole IG portfolio to stop the scroll and actually get people like inquiring on your Instagram. And last phase, we are going to craft a high converting inquiry to make you a booking system. So this is your whole entire sales presentation, how to get that heck yes on the spot. So watch my live 20 minute demo, link is in the bio. You are going to love it, the triple threat. Back to the conversation. Um, maybe something James already touched on earlier, like the biggest mover, the biggest determiner of your success is that tenacity. It's that consistency. It's the, it's like this in anything in life. You want to lose weight, you want to paint. It's always that, you know? And so I'd say that's the biggest thing here because nowadays like business tools, internet gear, it's all available to everybody. That's easy. The successful ones are the ones that stay the course, right? Like James says, it hits the ceiling don't have the data to go beyond, go find that data and then apply it consistently. Because people will get up, you know, like, oh, I'm excited for this. I'm going to go get it. Million dollars. That sounds great. I want a million dollars. Go. And then two, three months later of it, you're not ha having a million dollars yet, people quit. <laughs> so the biggest tip is stay the course. Find the right method and stay the course. I'll tap a little yeah. bit more into that. Um, what was the biggest struggle of your business and how did you overcome it as a James and Schultz business? I mean, it's very, it's very yeah. similar to what, what we we're just talking about, 
Right. I was just going to add to to what Otto was saying is like the decisions that you make every day, the things that you do consistently over time is the thing that will get you where you want to go. Like if you wanted to put it in tip format, right? It's that consistency over time yeah. every day doing that. Yeah. So with that, with that in mind, like our biggest challenge was, you know, we were pretty successful individually. Um, we were charging somewhere in that 10 to, to $15,000 range before we came together. Obviously we had two families. We came together. We said, well, we have to make at least the same amount uh-huh. that we were before. So we came to a, to the market with a, a valuation and the market basically said, no, 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 we're no. not. I mean, every, all the planners that we knew, everybody that we worked with previously, they were like, no, that's more than double what you guys have been charging. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no. So I mean, we, we traveled all across the country. We'd go to New York, LA, have meetings, two, three days of meetings. And for the most part, the, the market said, no, that's t- too much. And so the task immediately for us to the point of tenacity became, okay, we are n- not um, appealing enough to them. How do we become undeniable? Oh my do- God. And so we can tell you like now, what James, seven, eight years later, all of those planners or initial b- meetings that said, no, too much. We've worked with all of them since at double that valuation or more, you know? So it's like, stay the course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that's- that's you're amazing. You're going to get a lot of no's. Anything yeah. you start, you're going to start with more no's. It is yeah. That, that would be the number three would be undeniable. So how that was a big um, struggle that you went through to double yeah. your price with, you know, the same network. So you've realized you had to create even more value and become more undeniable and have more skills. And how did you become undeniable? That's tip number three. I think for us, when we were hit with that idea, one of the challenges was we were in Colorado and the pushback or, or, or one of the things that we were, people were saying about us is like, these guys are the best in Colorado. So all the planners we were working with, we were known in as the best in Colorado, which whether that's true or not, I don't, I, you know, who, who, who knows what, who's best, but we realized we had to make that shift in people's minds from, no, we're not the best in Colorado. We are the best in the world. And so we started to set goals that like, what would, what would make us be considered one of the best in the world? We put on our, our goal list. We want to be on the Harper's Bazaar list of top photographers in the world. And that that took us four years to get on intentionally seeking after it and people who know and, and know editors and, and submitting and all these things. But that was the target because we knew that was one of the things that's going to change people's mind. That's one. It's a tool we could use. That's yeah. undeniable. Uh, yeah. When I saw that on Instagram, my jaw job, like. Because <laughs> yeah. that's like, how it works. To? <laughs> yeah. Because that's how it works. Right. Like that's how we look. It's patterns. And so you go, oh, that's an association. That's, that's one of the things we teach in the course. We're like, use that. And Especially. understand how people look at things. You're doing it right now. Right. All of us are. And so uh, use that. You know what I mean? Oh, I love it. Okay. Just recap. So uh, getting to the luxury space, uh, number one, find other people that are doing it. Um, go check out Sage course. I'll link it in the bio. Um, they give you a full-on roadmap of how to do it. Number two is tenacity. I was on the tennis team on all through high school, and we had a shirt that said 
uh, tenacious. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no. it always reminds me of that. So uh, tenacity, consistency, not giving up, you know, you're going to get a bazillion no's, but keep on trying. And then because you got so many no's, you realize tip number three is you literally have to become undeniable. You went from Colorado to best in the world. So it's like, what do you have to do to be best in the world? You have to associate yourself with um, like Harper Lazar magazine and, um, you know, people that are looking at this magazine that are saying, I want this wedding photographer. They're the best in the world and I'm willing to pay the price. So those are three tips. I guess you could give um, one last tip and we'll start fun rapid fire questions. I know we could talk about this for so long, but I'm just like, that's it. I think one of the greatest things uh, that we can associate our success to is um, our ability to build relationships with people. And not not just relationships where we're there to take, like, oh, Chris, so what do you have? Mm-hmm. Do you have a wedding for me? Like, I'd yeah. love to meet you so you can give me a wedding. But like flipping that on its head and saying, what do we have? What connections, influence do we have that we can bring to you that will help elevate your business? Mm-hmm. Value. Building value relationships that we, like that. Mm-hmm. Value that we can bring beyond the obvious. We're photographers. So the photography will be exceptional. That's a given. That's not value beyond. Beyond mm-hmm. that, right? Like, yeah when I was younger I just wanted like these fast wins like hey like you know you do something for me maybe I'll do something for you type of thing but now you know I'm older and um, my relationships are more like long game intentions and if I do want to make a new relationship I'm like I'm in it for the long game and it's like oh maybe I'll send them like a gift that's very meaningful maybe I'll have like a little like coffee date and the next time like remember that conversation see them at a networking meeting and you know, get to know them on a deeper level. Um, and maybe just create this relationship that's you're really like, I don't know, it's more like a long-term relationship, I think mm-hmm. of it. So not just like these these fast, quick um transactional yeah. things. So yeah. Yeah, Carissa, you would ask us how that's how we've done this. That's literally how we've done this. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Okay. Relationship. Um, it's like little plots of land, you know, and you just manage them and you care for them and you take interest in them oh. and you listen and you watch them and if you have enough of those going it compounds to this mm. and it's, that simple. it's not the for the photographers it's not the photography it's not the photography that's not the thing that's not <laughs> that's not the thing that's a big tip <laughs> because we always yeah, and for the there. and for the florist right it's not the flowers and for the, de- not, the, the yeah. it's not the design and it's not i mean obviously those things have to be on point and and, and good yeah. you have to be good at your job but ultimately that's not the thing that makes you stand out. And what would that be? I, well, you know, I, I think our ability to build relationship yeah. connect with people because yeah. it's unique to each person. Like if we were with you, right now, you're not the person we talked to yesterday, you know? And so we start this relationship. We listen, we ask, and then we can say, Oh, this is what's valuable to Carissa. Cause I now know. Cause I asked, right. I took interest. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's okay. That's simple. Last question before rapid fire, but you're probably the third, maybe fourth millionaire on my podcast. Um, what is your best heck yes sales technique? I know you just said relationships, but do you, can you pinpoint maybe one for the luxury space? 
yeah L listening mm. the ability to listen is like it's the biggest whether that's with a planner or a designer or a client if you can listen it's like a superpower because that's that's direct that's the best data you can get if you want to get businessy with it right direct from the source if you're really listening and you learn how to ask the right questions that data is invaluable because now and only then now you can custom design that experience for them mm. right whether it's the coverage or how they want to be shot how they want to feel on the wedding weekend some brides and grooms want to feel like it's a big thing and we're being sure they love it others don't right and so if you come at them with one method mm. you're gonna miss but because we listen i know who you are you're shy you don't like this side or that side or your mom <laughs> i know because we asked <laughs> and now we could give you the experience that you want and I love that. That's a great answer. Um, rapid fire questions. You guys definitely, I just met you, but you know, family is one of your top values. Um, how, I guess like your best balancing technique for, you know, being a working dad. Hmm. Cause you know, you guys are traveling the world, um, you know, on the plane a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, Otto has a ton of kids, so <laughs> how do you do it all? <laughs> a good well, to be to be clear, he we have seven together. Oh, okay, together, I have three. He has four. Still a ton. Still a ton of kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is true for my kids, for my wife, for any re actually real relationship that you actually have is, but being present, like the time you do have with them. If you're not present, it's not any time at all. Mm. Right? If you're sitting in the room with them, but you're on this stupid thing, mm -hmm. or your head is in the business, which I, yeah. I'm guilty of often, right? Mm -hmm. That you're 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 if you're pre if you're not truly present mentally with them and intentionally, then you may as well not even be there. Yeah. So that that's what I try to focus on and fail all the time at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I try to say like, if I'm in this space with these guys, let's let's be here fully. Yeah. Totally. When you get this busy and you travel and you have a ton of kids, right? You have to become intentional with your time. So even when we work, we don't just come into the office and start working. We work in focus sessions, right? This hour and a half, I'm doing this. Mm, time so that, that division has helped me like, categorize my life out. Like when I leave the office here, I, I'm home. I used to have like me and James would have constant contact, but we've learned this the moment this become a proper thing. We're like, no, no home now weekends off you know and so you mm. draw that line a little sharper um yeah you have to yeah I I mean I was building my coaching business and now I'm at a time where I can you know block out time for a work and my kids um but I just remember this time I was took my daughter to tea time and um like this uh place where they had like this brunch and it's beautiful and then I was literally like on TikTok the whole time yeah. <laughs> I, and I just like, I just feel so like icky um, about that, how I had to be like that. And that was just one, you know, example. Um, but it's just learning when you're with them to actually like be there um, because, you know, like you, you picked up the phone and this is not real life. Yeah. That's like, all. Yeah. That's all they want really is our attention, man. That's all they want. It's all they need. It's the mm -hmm. biggest gift you can give them beyond college 
nice house, holidays, like your attention. Mm. Like I see these with people in therapy years later. Mm. It's always that. Often, more often than that, it's that. Like <laughs> somebody didn't pay attention to them. Felt, and then, then this thing sits there and they don't know what's going on. You give uh. them just your attention. You don't have to be perfect. But like you don't, they don't need perfect either. They just need your damn attention. That's uh, I love how we started the conversation with family and then we're kind of ending it yeah. on family. But I guess last question before we talk more about the the course and how to work with you guys. But, um, you know, you guys are making millions annually and, you know, you're, you know, the top of the top of the top, the 1%. What are your next three month goals if you had a magic wand which pretty much the magic wand is already here but 90 days Mm -hmm. um you know what are your goals for the next 90 days go ahead Otto. i know you want to say it (laughs) no no no. i mean i we thought about this earlier like we're probably going to be doing exactly the same thing like we love what we do like it's really um Yes, we're always going to grow and go beyond for sure, right? That's with the education side, I guess we look forward to growing into that more Mm -hmm. with with this community and learning more and pushing into that more. But you're right. Like other than that, I can, we say this humbly, we're incredibly fortunate. Like it's a, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, the next few months is great. (laughs) Well, and just to add that auto, like there, there is no magic wand. I mean, I I get to the question, but there is no magic wand. And it all can disappear tomorrow totally, uh, or, or in a year's time, right? If we don't continue to put the work in to maintain those relationships, to keep chasing work, to working hard to make sales, it will be, because I've done it. I, I was one point I thought, oh, I've arrived. Like even when I was uh, on my, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, good. It's just going to come to me. And it was, and then within a year, it was all gone because yeah. I just quit. And I was like, oh, I'll just sit here and do this. And so we've learned yeah. it, it doesn't that's, that's one of the cool things about the community james and the course that accountability right mm. because we watch people come into the course start at a certain they want to have these massive because they, they're doing what we're telling them to do right it's a good reminder practice what you preach and so it pulls you up you're like oh outreach we preach outreach heavy we say that's the job and it comes back to us like if we don't do that james no. and schulzer will be dead in a year mm. he's right if we stop connecting and listening and looking mm-hmm. for opportunities to create value mm. will go away Easy. i i love how also um james that you said there's no magic wand because i am coming up with a new lead generation video for a new like i mm. read it take over people's brands and i had to record maybe like five times and you know the last time yesterday i had to really just talk from the heart because it rolls off my tongue more once you do it a lot of times and i said mm. You know, I could do your rebranding, your your homepage of your website, your copy, pick your pictures, your Instagram, your sales presentation, your brochures for marketing materials, but there is no magic wand. Yeah. Like yeah. you have is. to, this is you, like you have to step into your power. You have to build your skill sets every single day. Like you said, consistency and keep going and going and going, because if you don't stop learning, like it could yeah. all be taken away. No, it's always like that, right? Like I, I moved quick. I moved to the States and I quickly gained like 50 pounds, right? I love <laughs> drive through cheeseburgers, yes. <laughs> Two years later, 50 pounds, like, and so then eventually I lost all that. I've lost the 50 or 60 pounds. And so people would see me and go, oh man. And they asked this thing, 
what did you do? Like, there's one thing. And I was like, I did like 60 things over five years. <laughs> and it's the same with the business. There's no magic wand. It's just like, here's what yeah. works. And then there's, uh, will, will you keep doing it? I love it. Okay, well, well, Levan, um, you guys, you guys, literally, it's an honor to speak with okay. both you guys. And um, the Instagram handle for the new program for biz- the Business of Luxury Weddings course by Sage is called at sagejourney.co. Tell everyone just a little bit more about it and how they could work with you guys and take their business to the next level. Yeah, we have a, a couple of different ways. Um obviously Instagram, but we have a free Facebook group. There's, I don't know, four or 5,000 people coming up on 5,000 people in, in that group, which is a a free lot, group. Huh? So you can come in. There's lots of discussions going on on there. So you can find us there. And, and that's a great free resource. Um, get on our wait list at, at sagejourney.co is our website. We're not always open. Um, but if you get on the wait list and when, when open enrollment, you can be a part of it that way. Yeah. Um, and then once you're in, we have a whole another exclusive Facebook group where we're very, very active and the whole community is very active in, in just helping to grow each other. Yeah. Um, it's turning into a really, I mean, we've obviously we've only been doing this for a, just under a year, but already I can start seeing this momentum and it's turning into a, a beautiful thing where not only us are helping, but People who've been in in the course for much longer and are starting to they they've learned and they're like oh the new person that just came in like I know the answer to that question and and how to help you because I've already been through it so I just recently have gone man this is really cool oh, that is really cool and I'll ask out of the last final 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 question but say wedding professional not just photographer is listening and they're just like. God, I can't even get someone to pay me $2,500. Like, why? Why not me? And they're doing all the things and they're consistent. They're tenacious. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they do 60 things for, you know, three, four yeah. years. What would you tell them to get out the funk today? Well, um, I'd say if you are like for, for your, that, you know, for five years doing the 60 things, there's a good chance you're doing the wrong thing at that point, right? If that's the case. Because if there is tenacity, it's true but it's tenacity in doing the right thing. So you need the right method, you know? Yeah. Like we said earlier, we had the right method for premium. And then when we went after luxury, we hit that ceiling. It's like, oh, this won't work here. So we had to go acquire a new method, learn it, find it, learn it, change everything, run it again. Oh, there we go. Water pressure, shower works. You know what I mean? Like, And so that's <laughs> with the course what we're saying. Here's oh. the, here it is, you know? Thank you, James and Schultz. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.